Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 129 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Mm-hmm. And I have with me Mr. Kelvin Newman. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Or whatever time it good is that you happen to be listening. Yes. Yeah. It is actually afternoon for us, but it might be morning for you. And in today's show, Edge Rank. Yes, yes. What I wanted to talk about um, is Edge Rank. Um, now, EdgeRank is an algorithm, and I think it's probably one of the most important algorithms in the world of marketing at the moment. Um, but for whatever reason, I don't think as many people know about it as should. And the people that do know about it, I don't think they know as much about it as they should. If, uh, Andy, have you heard of EdgeRank? Um, do you know? I, I think I have, but I cannot remember for the life of me what uh, it there is. We go, you see, and that's the kind of situation So, uh, for a lot of people where it's... They kind of they might have heard of it, they might have some rough idea, but they're not quite fully aware of it. Well, EdgeRank is the algorithm that Facebook used to determine what appears in your newsfeed. So it's the newsfeed algorithm. So essentially that is the algorithm that takes all the hundreds, maybe even thousands of potential pieces of content that could appear in your newsfeed at any one point in time mm. and prioritizes those that actually appear. So there's the two-tab view in uh, um, Facebook. The first one is the kind of top news, and then there's all news. All news is kind of a bit more chronological. Um, but the top news, the one that most people view most of the time, is determined by edge rank. Now, why is that important? Well, already there's a, there's a great stat I heard recently. I can't cite the source of it, um, but you know, with stats, most people make them up. But no, this one, this one's actually truth here, which says that um, in the average person visits three websites a day, mm-hmm. and one of those is Facebook. Right. So the rest of the world have to cope you know, fight it out to be one of those other two websites that people, you know, that they view. That's scary. That's scary. Yeah, it is scary. It's and quite depressing as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, yeah. But as marketers, you need to be thinking about how you can get your audience on, on Facebook. Now, when most people talk about Facebook, they kind of go into the kind of abstract engagement and all these types of things and talk about some of the functionality. But all built with the idea of how can we get more likes, how can we get more fans on, on, on Facebook. But the, the, the truth is that um, the amount of fans, to a certain extent, is actually irrelevant if your content you're creating isn't appearing in their newsfeed. So you could have 70 million fans, but if you're not appearing in their newsfeed, mm. then it doesn't matter. 
you know, you'd be better off having one fan and it appearing in their newsfeed. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Because it's it doesn't matter how many people you could reach if you're not actually reaching any of them. Um, so I think it's hugely important and I'm on a kind of big mission to learn more about it myself, um, but also try and encourage other people to learn a bit more about it. So how EdgeRank works is there's fundamentally three aspects to the um, EdgeRank algorithm, which does make it sound a little bit simple, um, but it is actually there's a level of clump complexity behind it and there's you know algorithms that make up those three elements actually but, Kelvin just before you, yep. you can I just check I've got I've understood yep. what you said so far so <clears throat> excuse me when you say news feed yep. do you mean all of the, your updates appearing in other people's yep so when like, I log into face, when I log into Facebook yeah in that middle column there, there is a series of news items. Yes. Rather yeah. like the Twitter firehose, but your own little firehose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Just people so, following, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but it isn't, it's the exact opposite to the firehose, and that is filtered. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that filter stuff. is done, that filtering is done by an algorithm. Mm. So not everything that happens on Facebook goes into that feed. Right. Only certain elements do. Um, so, yeah, there's three elements to that, that algorithm that determine if it appears there or if it doesn't. And it's hidden away right. um, on individuals' profiles. The first of those is affinity, right? So affinity is the one that kind of you might have noticed. If you see an old friend who you've not seen for years, they appear in your newsfeed. You click on their photos to see what they've been up to. And suddenly they appear in your newsfeed all the time, despite the fact that actually you're not really that close to them. Mm. Now, that's, that's the affinity element of the algorithm having an effect. So what Facebook are doing is they're looking for signals that say that there's a connection between two people online. So their logic is if you send a message to someone, that's a sign of affinity. Mm -hmm. If you like a status update of someone else, that's a sign of affinity. If you view their profile, view their photos, that's a sign of affinity as well. Right. So that's kind of the concept, that they're looking to see what your closeness is to other people. Um, and that's how you, sometimes you can send a kind of false signal to someone where it's kind of you view, you click on someone's profile who you're not really interested in, but in Facebook's eyes, you sent them a signal of affinity there. So what does that mean for marketers? Well, that means, oh, first, really, really, really important thing to understand about affinity is it's one way, right? So okay. if I check Andy's profile all the time and send, you know, send Andy, well, just say I check your profile sure, all the yeah. time. So you're basically, you're stalking me. Yeah, then. so I'm stalking Andy online. Yes. Not that I am, but I could be. You don't, Andy, Andy wouldn't know. That's the, the thing about Facebook. Mm. Um, and that's kind of the point, that it's one way. So me viewing your profile all the time mm. increases the likelihood of you appearing in my newsfeed, but it doesn't increase the likelihood of me appearing okay. in your newsfeed. So it has direction. Affinity yes. has direction. It has yeah. direction. So what that means for a brand is, you, you know, otherwise you could say, okay, well, if I want to increase my, if, if it were two-way, you could just visit all of your, your fans' mm. profiles and you'd increase your affinity that way. Mm. Um, that doesn't work. It has to be the, the fan of you, um, the person who likes your profile, um, sending a signal of affinity towards you. So you need to encourage affinity rather than you can't generate it. You need to let other people okay. create it for you. So far, so good. Yeah, so um, I'll come back to some of the ways you can increase affinity a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, but that, that's the first element to it. Um, the second element is edge weight, right? So it's called edge rank. And basically, an edge is an item of interaction on Facebook. And I won't go into the detail on that, but basically edge weight is the idea that certain types of content, um, certain types of interaction on Facebook have a greater value than others. 
Okay. Right. So we're more likely. So, so if you imagine a score out of a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the edge weight ranks certain types of content on that scale. Um, so photos, links, and videos tend to have the highest wa- um, weighting. Okay. So they might be 80, 70, 65. So um, on my virtual score or out of 100. Um, but then other types of interactions, like liking a, a fan page, might have a lower score. So like 20. And then okay. you might have some in the middle that likes a text, like a textual status update might be 50. Right. So, so if you imagine it's a scale between them. So you've then got these two elements going together. So you've got the closeness of you as a person to them, and then you've got the, the weight of the type of content that's okay. being updated. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing there is that that weighting is personalized. So, for example, if Andy likes looking at other people's photos, and I like watching other people's videos, mm. my video, I'm more likely to be shown videos in the future than photos okay. but for Andy because you prefer the photos you're more likely to see the photos right so right. there's a relative ranking going on there of the you know the importance of them so that's the two elements and then the final one is time decay so that's the recency of the update okay. so more recent updates are more likely to appear than older updates so those three, <coughs> three elements combined together to almost create a top 15 news stories at any one point in time. So they time. sort of lose their virulence over time, yes, as it were. Yeah, yes, yeah. They um, decay. So, yeah, and it decays. So there's, you know, there's, there's, an, there's an element to that which means timing's really important too. Mm. You know, so you have to be aware that if you updated yesterday, mm. that might be seen as old. So it's less likely to appear in people who didn't log in yesterday, didn't log in until today and you updated yesterday. They're less likely to see it than if they'd logged in yesterday, if you see what I mean. So, okay, yeah. Um, so what are some of the things you can do as a marketer to try and increase your age rank and try and increase the number of people who see the updates? I know where this is going. Yep. This is just putting up really good content. <laughs> well, that's part of it. But it, yeah. there's more to it. Well, I mean, I'll take it as a given that putting up really good content is what you've got to do to get people's attention. You, yeah. know, you know, you have to do that. Regularly. You, yeah, regularly. Yes. Um, but the first thing is, okay, well, so you understand affinity. So mm-hmm. the more affinity that your fans have to you, the more likely your content is to appear. So you have to start thinking about, well, say I've got a big announcement to make Mm. in four weeks' time. I need to probably have a strategy in place between now and then to increase my affinity between between the fans and myself Mm. um, as much as possible so as many of those people have as high an affinity score as I can sort of, uh, you know, arrange. Mm. So how can I do that? Well, an easy way is to get people to view your profile, get them to comment on another status update. So a very practical thing to do is if you've got a couple of big announcements coming up, write some controversial status updates or ask people to respond with an answer. So like, what are you doing this weekend? Mm. Right, it might be a terrible question, but you could do that and then suddenly you get 100 people replying saying, well, I'm going to do the garden this weekend. Mm. That person, by writing on that status update, has increased their affinity towards you. So that means next week when you're saying hey, buy my new product, you're more likely to appear in their newsfeed than you would have been if they hadn't have said, I'm doing the gardening this weekend. So it's kind of trying to in- increase the, the the level of interaction that someone's had with you yeah. previously. So basically, there's, there's, there's an element of preparation here, like yeah. warming up almost. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. more warmed up your audience are, the better. And I mean, in an ideal world, you're doing this type of thing regularly. So you're always topping up your affinity because it's going to 
diminish yes. over time. But if you've got, I'm thinking kind of for a particular product launch or something like that. <clears throat> Next up then is the weighting. So what that means is you need to understand that the way, <clears throat> the type of content that you create on Facebook, some of it's more likely to get a bigger audience than others. So that means to go back to my, you know, metaphorical um, product launch. Mm-hmm. If I were given the choice between launching that product with just a, hey, we've got a new product, you can get it here. I would actually say, well, can I add some video to that? Um, because then the video is, has a higher weighting, so it's more likely to appear in people's news feeds. Or can I add several photographs when making that product launch? Yeah, so it's a careful choice of the media, isn't it? Yeah, and also appreciating that different people are going to have different weightings there. So it mm. might be on that big product launch, I do one with video, one with photos, and one with just a link because certain people are going to have expressed interest in those types of content. Yeah, to try and capture the differences of people. Yeah. yeah. And then the final one is all about timing. So understanding when's the best possible time for you to be making this status update because you've got that time decay. So you're, you've only got a relatively small window of opportunity to appear in someone's newsfeed. So, I mean, practical way of doing that is look at your analytics for your site, see, look at your referring traffic from Facebook, see what days of the week that's coming from currently already see what times of the day it is that that's already coming and then you can say okay well if most of my traffic come from facebook comes on a friday at 5 p.m i know i should probably make this big announcement at friday half four because mm. i'm going to then appear on their feed because i'm a recent item when they log in at that point in so these are just stats from your normal websites are they kelvin yeah from i mean whether refer is yeah, facebook yeah, yeah whether refer is facebook yeah. or if you've got particular tracking set up to you know differentiate facebook traffic from normal traffic you can go in and see what days of the week and what times of day that um, people are coming through so there's there's lots of you know potential follow-ons from that with edge rank but like you know understanding well um what can i do to reset the time decay if i keep commenting on my post will that reset the time you know and there's various additional things you can do there but what i really wanted to share with the listeners is that there is an algorithm at play there. Um, there is a small amount of discussion going on about what makes up that algorithm. And the better you understand that algorithm, the more likely you are to have success on Facebook. Because if you get edge rank, you'll get your, your content in people's newsfeed. And if it's in front of people and then it's good content, you're going to have a success. If you make a few mistakes and don't think about edge rank, it doesn't matter how good your content is if no one sees it. So, yeah, it's just kind of to introduce the topic. I think it's really interesting. Um, I'm going to be looking into it a lot more and would certainly advise people to kind of explore um, edge rank, particularly if a lot of your traffic is currently coming from Facebook, because a few tweaks in how you approach it could make a huge amount of difference in how many news feeds you appear in and therefore the amount of business, the amount of traffic that you get from that source. Why is it called edge rank? Is there a historical reason for that? Yeah, so basically the... the word edge. Yeah, that any piece of content or interaction on Facebook is known as an edge. So liking something's an edge, uploading a photo is an edge, um, commenting on something's an edge, right? So what each of these things are edges, and then fundamentally the newsfeed isn't actually a newsfeed, it's a search results page for the best edges. So Why are they called edges? I, I honestly don't know, but that's kind of the logic is so it's kind of like interaction. So it's yeah. an inter, you know, each time you like something, that's something that could appear in the newsfeed. 
Mm. So actually what you're doing is really um, you're competing against other potential items. So, you know, an understanding of edge rank gives you the idea that, well, actually what I'm doing is competing against other potential news stories. Well, maybe one way I could increase my likelihood of appearing in news feeds is by understanding what time of day or day of the week are there the least amount of edges created. Do you mm. see what I mean? So mm. maybe actually your big product announcement should be on a Sunday evening because it happens that in your followers they're not actually creating much content on a Sunday evening. Therefore, you've got less new pieces of content to be fighting against. So you have a big t- you've got a big um, time decay advantage because mm. you're fresh. Everything else is old. That can often help you, even if your affinity or your edge weight's a bit, a bit um, sort of low. Good stuff, Kelvin. Mm. So those of you out there who are using Facebook a lot, heed, heed the edge rank. It's important, it's exciting, and I think it's very, very interesting. It is a wrap, and don't forget, folks, uh, please um, do interact with us. So send in your MP3s if you want, or, or your phone calls using that special number that I say at the end. And, of course, the uh, email address is... I have a mouthful of water, but the email address is Kelvin, so K-E-L-V-I-N, dot Newman, that's N-E-W-M-A-N, at sitevisibility.com. So if you send in a question, we'll work it into a future um, Q&A episode. Brilliant. We'll see you all again next time on Internet Marketing. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you if you want to send an email send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com Also, feel free to comment on the website and if you'd like to use our voice line number if you're outside of the UK it's plus four four one two seven three two five six or one five oh if you're inside the UK it's oh one two seven three two five six one five oh and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 